All right, everybody. How y'all doing today? Heat fans, Dolphins fans, how's everybody doing? I mean, y'all have to be pretty excited as I am for the the finals to start tonight. The Heat are back in it. Man, it's been six years, but we are back and and, and the storylines are just endless. First of all, I want to take a moment. Sorry, I know my first first pod here. It's been a little bit since my first pod was kind of when the Heat started the playoffs, but had some personal stuff, but we're... uh, we're getting through, so thank God. Um, well, listen, let's get right into it. I uh, want to talk about, you know, we're going to put the, the Dolphins on the shelf for right now. Big Dolphins win last Thursday. You know, good stuff. I'm very excited about them. like the direction the team's heading in. Seahawks this Sunday, and that's going to be tough because Russell Wilson's playing absolutely like a man on a mission to get the MVP this year. Um, so we'll come back to all that kind of stuff maybe in another pod, but I think you know, he deserve all our time today, so... Uh, I am so excited to be able to play play against uh, LeBron and the Lakers in this finals. I don't think uh, I don't think the Heat team would have it any other way, quite frankly. And I don't think there's any opponent that we're gonna get as up for across the entire organization as playing LeBron and the Lakers. Having said that, it's not gonna be easy. Uh, you know, if you came here for prediction, I'm not gonna give you one, right? Because I. I'm biased, right? I'm a Heat fan, so I'm going to pick the Heat, and that's with my heart, not my head, and you can't expect me to not pick with my heart on this one, so uh, I believe in the Heat. It's going to be a tough series, but but I think we can we can do some great things, and I'm just, I'm, I'm really pumped at some of um, some of the developments that we've been having, and you know, a little known stat here, uh, any team, the past four, you know, I think it's happened four times before, that a team goes through the playoffs that has a different leading score in each round of the playoffs, they've won the championship all four times. And we started with uh, Series 1 was Goran Dragic. Series 2, I believe, was uh, was Butler, or maybe I got those mixed, but either way, it was the three leading scores of our three uh, series would... Butler, Drogic, and then this last Celtic series would be Bam at a bio, right? And so that's interesting that that um that bit of history is on our side. Um, I think look, I think the key here is going to be kind of similar to some of the keys that we've we've seen throughout these playoffs, right? Gonna have to play tough Miami defense, right? Be in people's faces, make life difficult, especially for LeBron and AD. And look, I think the Heat in the past have shown the ability to slow down LeBron. Nobody's stopping him, but the ability to slow down LeBron. The different, you know, the, the difficult part here is slowing down LeBron and AD. And AD is, uh, you know, playing just as well as if not better in some games than LeBron. And, and he just, he provides such a tough, tough matchup to guard, right? Especially because we're a team that very athletic and we're, you know, got good midsize, if you will, right? It's not, we don't have too many, like, huge guys, but, you know, all of our guys are, you know, 6'8 or so. Most of the guys are about in that 6'8 range. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how Spo comes out to attack this. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to have to, you know, play a – we're going to have to pick one or the other, right? We're going to either have to pick, you know, one guy to lock up against LeBron and, again, slow him down as much as possible, or one guy to try to lock up against AD. And, and same thing, right? We're not going to stop either of these two guys. They're the two best players on the floor. That's, you know, let's get that right out of the way. But, um, but having said that, I think we're playing it in such a way as a team – that gives us, you know, an edge that you can't see on the statue, an edge that's not viewed on paper. Um, you know, if this was just NBA 2K, 
yeah, I think I, you know, think we might lose here. <laughs> but it's not NBA 2K. It's real life. And so, you know, a lot of those things that that drive, you know, that that feeling that 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 want to win and such. I'm not saying the Lakers don't have it. Clearly they do. But then that the other side of it, which means coming together as a team and, you know, nobody looking for individual stuff. It's just all team ball, all about winning. And I think that's really fantastic that the Heat are showing that. Clearly, it's, it's you know, we've 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 battled through the playoffs with that mentality, with that in our in our um, in our back pocket. And it's something that, uh, you know, it's it's impressive. Right. It's really impressive that um, that we've done it like this and that we can get contributions from so many different guys. And we're going to need these role players to step up and have a big game. I if you ask me who my X factor is, I'd say it's going to be Andre Iguodala. And then, you know, my one B X factor is Tyler Hero. If you ask me one C, I'd say Duncan, because um, I think Iggy is not so much offensively, but we're going to need to throw him at Braun. This is a guy that's that's guarded LeBron for most of his finals career, right? Um, when it comes to Andre Iguodala's finals career, and he's done decently well against him, right? You know, it's not always perfect. They lost that one against, um, you know, against Cleveland uh, when LeBron had the chase down block, but there was also a lot of other things happening in that series. Draymond Green was out, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, so it's it's got to be a team thing. But I truly feel like, you know, if, if we can get Iggy to get us some good defensive minutes against LeBron and then we just throw bodies at AD, starting with Bam, obviously. And I think, you know, we've, we've got a real shot here. And then moving on down the X-Factor list, I think if Tyler Hero can keep adding to his offensive arsenal, um, can... Make sure to not be a liability on defense. Look, he's right now at this point in his career, he's not a defensive stalwart. I mean, but he's a rookie. Like a, a lot of things that he's doing at this point in his in his young NBA career are already astounding. So you know we can't expect everything and and the world, right? So I think um you know it's one of those things where he's got to make sure he's not a defensive liability. So at least be you know, decent defensively, right, to not be an issue. But then if he can get hot and if he can keep finding, you know, giving us other ways to score from from three, from the mid-range, driving to the basket, if he can be, you know, keep being that three-level scorer that he's flourishing into, it's going to be tough for the Lakers because then you have, you know, when when we roll out our starting five or the end five that we have out there that sometimes includes Hero, who do you, who do you put a LeBron on? Right? Who's he gonna guard? Jimmy Butler? Perfect. You know, Jimmy Butler's just gonna pass it out and do his thing. And then the moment he starts switching, then hopefully Jimmy Butler, you know, is aggressive and drives and, and we are gonna need that butler for all of this series, right? We're gonna need the attacking aggressive Jimmy Butler. And I uh I think that's something that he knows that we need. And, you know, I think it's something that'll come out and, and look, y'all, game one is going to be interesting because there's a lot of people that have never made it to the finals on both teams. You obviously have LeBron, who's like a the finals, like he lives in the finals nowadays, right? Um, and then you have, you know, a guy like a UD who has, you know, seen his fair share of finals. And of course, Andre Gudala. But then outside of that, I mean, you have Danny Green with his, you know, Spurs runs. Uh, other than that, there's a whole lot of new faces to the finals. And I'm sure I'm missing some people. I know Dwight had that one year when he went, you know, Dwight Howard, right? And um, and I'm sure there's some other folks on the Lakers that are, you know, that have been obviously Rajon Rondo has his share of um, 
I mean, really, even Rajon Rondo, like, he has playoff experience, but he's been in finals one time, two times maybe. I don't know, right? But he won it once. And, um, but outside of that, is you know, it's not a lot of finals experience, so it's going to be interesting. I think game one is going to be a little sloppy, right? A lot of nerves. I, you know, I don't care that there's no fans. I don't care that they're not traveling. I don't care about any of that. These are the NBA finals. And the stakes are the absolute highest for these guys. And these are things that all of these guys have been dreaming of their entire life. And so with all that said, you know, I think that there's going to be a lot of anxiety today, a lot of nerves, a lot of pressure. But um, but I think the, the Heat have a great chance. You got a couple guys that <laughs> they just have brass balls. I mean, like, really, let's call it what it is. You know, these guys are have utmost confidence like you know a guy like Tyler Hero where even when they asked him hey do you feel that pressure he goes no I I don't really feel that pressure and I think to some extent that's a rookie thought right (laughs) you know because once you get into that element and you see the pressure on everybody else's faces I mean it's gonna it's gonna carry over a little bit but that guy has also shown that he's um not afraid of the moment at all uh he's uh he's he's a killer right he's a killer he's got killer instinct you see it in his eyes and and that's what I love about this Miami team you got a lot of killers. You got a lot of guys that are that have that confidence in themselves and their teammates and they don't care what the world thinks and they're not out looking for, you know, what the world thinks of them or, you know, who picked them to win or, you know, X, Y, and Z. No, nah, they just they're just out here playing ball and uh, you know, they're gonna do what they believe in their hearts and, and they don't need anybody else to be on the same page as them. And I think that's that's the difference, right? You know, because I, I think the Lakers are filled with a lot of guys that have been stars or are stars. And, you know, and they, they do think a lot about how they're perceived and things like that. I mean, LeBron is an incredible player, but you can't tell me that the guy doesn't constantly think about what other people think of him. And, you know, I mean, in the 2011 finals, we saw that it was a debilitating thing, right? He He... He was so under, you know, this, this, this cloud of, this dark cloud of everybody wanted him to fail that he, he started failing, right? And, uh, you know, he got locked down by J.J. Barrera, of all people. I mean, he, 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 he stopped Wade from getting another finals MVP. I don't care what anybody says. Wade was playing lights out. He would have gotten another finals MVP that year, and the Heat would have had another championship on deck. But, you know, is what it is. Can't go back and change the past, unfortunately. And so with all that said, um, I, I, I just love the heat mentality. I love everything about what we're doing. I think um, rebounding is going to be massive. We got to keep these guys, you know, the ADs and the LeBrons out of the paint. We got to force Lakers to go small, right? Get Dwight on the bench as much as possible because, if you know, they kill us with their size. If we try to match up with them when they go big, we're going to lose, right? We have to, on the contrary, we have to almost go small when they go big so that we can keep them moving around. And yeah, it's going to hurt us on the rebounding end, but you, know, you get somebody to start trying to box out Dwight as much as humanly possible and somebody else runs in for the actual rebound. Right? We're going to need a lot of help rebounding here because we're going to need to take the ADs, the LeBrons, and when, when he's in, you know, the Dwight Howards or JaVel McGee's out of the paint and have our other, you know, just focus on quite literally boxing them out into the middle of nowhere or wherever we can get them to. But um, And then have other guys come in and swoop in for the actual rebound, right? Because we're not... If we, if we if we want somebody like a Bam at a bio to box Anthony Davis out, then run and get the rebound, and then still give us anything on the offensive side, I don't know. I mean, I know the guy's super well-conditioned, but that's going to tire anybody out. 
So we got to make sure we're we're offering a lot of help on the rebounding side. Um, and then, you know, it's just going to be a defensive battle. I think we we got to I think we have the advantage when it comes to three point shooting. However, we got to make sure that we um, we drive. We can't forget about, you know, the fact that we're a drive and kick team. Right. Not just walk up and take three pointers. Right. Because, yeah, sometimes that'll work. And when we're when we're feeling it, that's great. And we can catch some stuff. But then when we fall into these lulls where we don't attack the paint and we're just settling for three outside shots, we don't do well. Right. That's that's I feel like every time we go into that is when we allow other teams to get back into it. And I think our threes need to come in rhythm of the offense unless I don't know, unless you're Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, those those guys sometimes just just hit from wherever and it's like you know Tyler will just walk up and hit a three yeah offense half the offense isn't even down the court yet so uh you know got to do what we got to do got to feel you know got to feel it out obviously what's right but I really think you know some of the keys to this game are obviously huge defense right making it making life difficult for AD and LeBron um another key is forcing them to play our ball right we don't have the biggest guys but we have athletic guys and guys that can move and stuff like that. So if we can force the Lakers to kind of do as they did in Houston and and keep some of the Dwight Howards on the bench and stuff like that and go to a little bit of a smaller ball, then I think that helps our chances, right? That helps our chances because then we match up a little bit better. There's not a single person that we have on this roster that can completely you know, lock up AD. But I think Bam has a good shot, good shot of making life difficult for him. The same way that you know our Jay Crowders, our Jimmy Butlers, our Andre Gudalas, and Bam, right, um, have a shot of 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 slowing down and making life difficult for LeBron. And then you know we're gonna have to live with the rest of their team beating us, if that's the case. But if we can slow these two guys down to the point where life is difficult, then I think we got a real shot here. And you know I I, I love our never die attitude. I love our leadership. I, I can't imagine that Pat Riley and Spolstra aren't sitting back and thinking it's time to get LeBron back. Because if you think there's not hurt feelings out there, come on, who are you? If you're, you know, if, if you're a competitor on any level and, and you don't feel some type of way about LeBron leaving the Miami Heat, then I, I mean, I don't know, right? I'm not saying that I... I hate the guy's decision. No, I get it. He went back to Cleveland. That's his hometown. He had to do what he felt he had to do. But from our aspect, you know, from Miami Heat aspect, Pat really, I mean, you've heard the stories where LeBron was not paying attention to him in the pitch meeting and where, you know, I mean, LeBron had made up his mind, right? I mean, come on. They already even had the the colors programmed in on the website. Anybody that knows the code like that knows that you can't just put that code up in a matter of 10 minutes, right? That's a multi-day thing. To build out a website like that, to just just with the colors and say, you know, welcome to Cleveland, da 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 da, right? So I think, um, although Pat's gotten better about it, right, and everybody has, I think there was a lot of really hurt feelings right at the beginning of that, and um, I think it's a real personal series, and I think a little bit of that's gonna come creep up on Braun, because he's gonna start to look at a team that's rebounded faster than any other team he ever left. I mean, you have Cleveland that's. It's Cleveland with LeBron, contender. Cleveland without LeBron, dumpster fire. So, you know, it's just a tale of two Clevelands there. And then you have us where, I mean, we were a game away from the Eastern Conference Finals two years after they left, after having Bosch go down with blood clots. And that's, you know, our, our highest paid player. 
So, and then, you know, we, we flubbed the, the Wade thing. You know, I think even Pat admitted that, that it was his fault, which absolutely was, right? We should have kept Wade here forever, but it is what it is. And, um, and so, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of more personal storylines in this than, than we would have gotten with any other matchup, quite frankly. I mean, anybody else that could have matched up here, it would have been less personal, right? Because there's just nobody that has this kind of history with other organizations like a LeBron does. And so again, unless it was Cleveland making, you know, a, a Cinderella of Cinderella runs and making it to the finals, which I mean, they didn't even make the playoffs. then there's nobody else that LeBron would face that he has any kind of thoughts, you know, personal thoughts about, right? It's just another team and another, you know, team in his way of getting to where he wants to be, which Obviously, they're real on a real mission for the Kobe aspect of things. And, and look, on one hand, I want Kobe to be respected and revered in any way possible. The guy was an icon to the game. It's such a huge loss for not only the game, but, you know, our world, right? Him and his daughter, right? Um, and, you know, God bless him and may they rest in peace and God bless our family, who I can't even imagine what that's like, right? Um, but having said that, I don't think it's just... You know, well, Lakers need to win because of Kobe. Nah, come on. Because I think if Kobe takes one look at hit this Heat team, he's going to know that, that we embody Kobe. Because we are killers who understand that nothing, you know, all the only goal is championship. I mean, Jimmy Butler's been saying this to Rachel Nichols since before the playoffs started, and he didn't care that she looked at him like he, didn't, he was crazy. He didn't care. And you know, I really, I noticed it when we won the Eastern Conference Finals, but I love that the Miami Heat requested no confetti for the Eastern Conference Finals win. Because that shows that as an organization, top to bottom, we believe that the job is not done. We're not content with getting to the finals. There's no, you know, there's, nobody's excited about just making it here. We're on a mission and we believe in our team. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited to see what we can do. Lots of love, everybody. God bless. Go Heat. Hope everybody stays healthy on both sides. And um, let's do it.